Hey everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast. Thank you for checking out another brand new episode. Uh, thank you if you're a first time or a long time. I appreciate you being here with me and uh, continuing to support this show. Thanks for checking out episode 998 with my new friend Kingsley. Had a great time hanging out on Zoom a little while ago talking to her and all talking all about her music and her recent move she uh right after recording this she was heading to london so she's now a resident over there and uh so anyway you're gonna hear all about it on today's episode uh as always do want to say thank you to my friends over at friendship brewing company in winsville missouri for their continued support making this show possible Come out and see them in Wentzville for all your craft beer needs. Over 25 rotating taps. You can come out and get uh, some burgers and nachos and flatbread pizzas and pretzels and salads and all kinds of delicious food off of their menu. You can uh, again find their uh, full food menu and beer menu and their concert calendar all at Friendship Brewing Company. Dot com. Uh, you can come out this weekend for some live music on Friday, October 14th. Catch Matt Waltershed out there. And Saturday, October 15th uh, is their Friendstoberfest. And they're kicking things off around 3 with the Worst Barbarian Band, 3 to 6. And Buddy and Q, 7 to 10. I find all that information and more at friendshipbrewingcompany.com. And be sure to follow along with them on Facebook and Instagram. Also, big thank you to my friends over at Roughneck Beard Company and American Rambler for their support. Stop in and visit the shop in Maplewood, Missouri, or shop 24-7 at roughneckbeardcompany.com. It's officially beard season. The weather is cooling off and it's prime time for growth. Whether you are keeping it going or growing it out for the first time, Roughneck Beard Company's products make it better. Eliminate the itch and set the stage for a faster, fuller growth with Roughneck's full line of beard oils, balms, washes, and nutrient sprays. Use my code RPP15 for an exclusive 15% off your purchase. Uh, over at roughneckbeardcompany.com. Uh, save, again, 15% off your favorite beard oils, balms, junk powder, their beard batter, whatever you might need to take care of that beard and mustache of yours. You can find it there. Uh, again, big thank you to both of them for keeping this show going. Get out there and support local business. And uh, Again, if you need anything from me, you can find me at rockpaperpodcast.com. Hit me up on the socials. Feel free to email me at rockpaperpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, with all that out of the way, sit back, relax, and enjoy a brand new episode with Kingsley. Um, podcast is kind of like a, it's like a radio show that's not on the radio. It's on, it's on the internet. Does that make sense? Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> That's also like my mom. Uh, it makes it sound more confusing, doesn't it? Uh, it sounds like this. Rock paper podcast. Scissors beat paper, paper covers rock. Rock beat scissors, Shane covers nonstop. Never know what new kind of guest that he's got coming at you. Live and direct on the spot could be rock, folk. 
country of hip-hop jazz All kind of folks that he has Could be an artist or a comedian to make you laugh On the Double-decker fudge round rolling round town Shane coming at you live and direct from ground zero Here's your hero, here's your bestie Rock, paper, podcast with Shane Presley Hey, everybody, Shane Presley here, Rock Paper Podcast, coming to you from St. Louis, Missouri, hanging out on Zoom with Kingsley. Welcome welcome to the show. (laughs) Thank you. This is is very cool. I I haven't really actually done a lot of uh, Zoom stuff in a while. I was, you know, I did a lot during the pandemic, but uh, it's been uh, nice to be able to link up with a lot people in person again um but uh this uh made it a little easier for this one as you were uh you know there's quite a bit of miles between us yes yes yeah so uh where and where are you uh you're currently plainfield located? illinois all right suburban my parents where i grew up i'm right. in my hometown like five minutes from my high school i'm having a lot of reservations out yeah. <laughs> for some some mood swings um, <laughs> all right <laughs> and you, uh, you said you uh, also been a, a Portland resident for mostly. Yeah, I lived in Portland for six years. So a week after I graduated college, I was straight there. And about two weeks ago was my <laughs> my buen voyage uh, as I'm headed to London on Monday. That's Monday. So. Yeah, that's wild. That's, yeah, uh, I'm in a lot of time zones right now. I'm just trying to keep up. <laughs> what uh, in? uh maybe i'm jumping ahead but what's uh what's going on in london is that just for the career or yeah Yeah. i just had a heart to heart with myself i broke up with my my ex and on my 29th birthday i like drunkenly bought a one-way ticket and i was like i'll figure it out and that was in april so now i'm figuring it out yeah um and just i don't know something said get out of the country and i'm just going with it yeah yeah I, i mean i wish i could uh do something like that that sounds uh exciting and a lot of fun so yeah very exciting yeah well take me back uh i mean we're kind of you know we covered a lot right there already but uh this is uh this is our first time talking and we uh we just linked up through the internet a little bit ago and uh we uh i don't know a ton about kingsley so i'd like to maybe uh you said it started in uh at your parents house there and, and Maybe, maybe that's right it. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I've always loved music and I, I'm very thankful that I've I've loved it in such a way that I've made sure that it's become my life. Um, but from like singing, writing songs very early, like I remember the first song I wrote, it's terrible. I couldn't spell then. I can't spell now. Um, and joining choirs and studying music in school, like it's always been music, always. And yeah, I've had very supportive parents, luckily, that have seen me through all all the ways. I thought I was going to do like the music teacher thing. I thought I was going to move to um, uh, Hollywood when I turned 18, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's taken some twists and turns, but I've, I've finally hit a niche and I'm like really going with it. Yeah. Uh, what uh, do you recall? Like, uh, is there a certain memory that comes to mind when you think about it? Like uh, your parents playing records or anything like that? Like that really like this is uh like this is what I want to do like 
Yeah. Um, I did a talent show. This is me. I can't remember if I was in like second or third or fourth. It's it's one of those. And I sang Alicia Keys falling. Wow, and yeah. I did not win. I didn't even get second. I don't <laughs> even like, I, don't, I think I was honorable mentions. Right. Um, but it wasn't even the winning or not winning. It was the experience I felt when I was on stage singing. And I remember like closing my eyes and singing this note. And it really was like this out of body, but home experience. And it's kind of like when surfers tell you, like, you have to go through the tube yourself to understand the feeling. It's that I've been like chasing that feeling ever since. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I get it. I, uh, I mean, I, I get a little glimpse of that. I don't have like the, uh, you know, singing on stage and stuff but like i did i get like uh for me it's the opposite it's the uh being in the audience you know and it's like and it's that same kind of rush i get sometimes when i go to like that certain show and it's like and it's just magical you know it's yeah. like it's like uh and it's like you keep chasing that feeling yeah. for, uh, all over you know every time <laughs> every time you go to a show you're like i want to I be like, feel this. yeah <laughs> yes. so yeah i get it it's uh something um magical happens uh when everything all the stars align or whatever happens so yeah uh but alicia that's a that's a big one that's uh that's it wasn't a, good let me tell you that's, <laughs> that's a hard song for a third grader yeah right <laughs> yeah. that's that's one of my uh karaoke uh like, if i ain't got you that's uh yeah. that's usually where i go to and <laughs> something like that or my boo that's my yeah, other one right <laughs> yes but uh, yeah, she was just here in town. I didn't, I wasn't able to make it, but I would, there would have been a, a good night to sing, sing along with her all night. Yes. Yeah. Um, well, uh, so, so when, uh, so the talent show didn't go so well, but uh, when do you, uh, when do you start like, uh, when, when do things kind of really start coming together? Like, in, uh, do you start writing uh, your own originals? Uh, yeah. Yeah crazy i was inspired by the jonas brothers so i have seven siblings i'm one of eight kids oh, wow. and, um me and my two sisters we start like this jonas brother cover band where we're like gonna get famous singing their songs i don't know what we thought but whatever um we weren't ready to practice and the world wasn't ready for us so it didn't work out <laughs> but from that it kind of really inspired me like i loved to practice and I love to play guitar and I taught myself piano. So it was like th these snowball effects that was kind of guiding me towards where I was going. So it wasn't until my junior year of high school that me and my sister begged my parents to get us like a recording microphone and like recording sounds because we were like, we're going to make a song. We're going to make this song. Um, and I wrote it and I made the piano and we bought terrible synth sounds. This is like when Live 8 was a thing. I don't even know if Live 8's a company anymore, right? All right um put the song together we get my brother to rap on it it's like this whole family thing we play it for my parents and my dad is like wow this is actually pretty good like this is a pretty good job yeah. right we're mixing it but we don't really know how to mix we're just you know doing our best and so my dad sends a song to my uncle and my uncle is like okay i'll mix it and i'll master it for you guys because my uncle's in the music um in the music industry, he's been a sound guy forever. Um, so he, he mixes it, he masters it. My mom edits a photo for us and we put it on iTunes. And it's like 2011 and my song Kingsley is on iTunes. And it was just a dream. And I literally was like, I'm going to Hollywood. I'm going to take this song and I'm going to go to Hollywood and Columbia Records is going to sign me. And my parents are like, actually, if you really like music, you should go to school for it so you can like learn how to do it. Nice. And so like every good black child in America, I went to college like my parents said I did not go to Hollywood. And I went to school for it. And I, I learned so much. I got two degrees. I got a vocal performance degree and a business administration degree. 
And I've, I learned so much uh, about the industry, about business, um, about my craft being better, you know, reading music, writing music, composing music. Um, and yeah, have really just keep, keep honing it, keep honing it in. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. Well, thanks mom and dad for, uh, yeah, well, I won't show them this part of the podcast. <laughs> <All right. laughs> They'll never hear. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, no, that's cool. It's, uh, I mean, especially having support like that from your family to, to, to believe in you and push you to, to, you know, better yourself and, you know, put you in the right path to, to chase your dreams. Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, uh, uh, you know, that's, that's huge. I, uh, I think about it a lot too. Like I think about, uh, my mom, like she was, uh, I don't know, she was like my, my biggest fan. She, um, like would, especially after she, she retired, we went to like a ton of concerts together. That was our big thing for us. Like, uh, and, uh, she was always like any, any of the events I would throw here locally, she would, she would always be there wearing her, uh, shirt and everything. And, uh, you know, telling all her people that, uh, you know, that was her, her son and all the stuff. So it was, uh, stuff like that, you know, really, uh, meant a lot. And, um, but yeah, uh, unfortunately, it really my, changes the way you do things though. If yeah. you know someone else cares about it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It, uh, it was, it's, you know, having, uh, like, you know, she was like my biggest, uh, cheerleader, you know, she was, uh, so having, having somebody like that, you know, have your back is, uh, means the world. So, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, unfortunately, I uh, I lost my mom in uh, nineteen to uh, brain cancer. She uh, it was it was brutal, but I'm uh, sorry. yeah, it was a tough one. Uh, but I do uh, I keep uh, her memory going. I threw uh, I, and uh, before she passed, we did a, a big uh, benefit concert for her, and then I've kept that going to and uh, after the pandemic and things that want, you know, come back around. We did a one in, uh, 21 and did a fundraiser for others in need and try to help support and, um, help some others out. That's awesome. Oh, that's such a great legacy to just continue. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's been a lot of fun. Uh, I mean, like, you know, it's obviously it stinks, uh, why, but we're, uh, you know, the fact that we can, you know, educate and help some others, uh, you know, in her memory, I think that's uh, a big one. Yep. That part. So, um, but, uh, but yeah, so, uh, let's, uh, let's talk about, uh, some, uh, your music. Uh, we have, uh, quite a bit of it out there. Like, uh, you know, on, if you go through any of the digital platforms, you can, uh, go back quite a ways. So, uh, some of the, the early stuff's on there also. And, um, but in, uh, 21, you released a, uh, new record, and uh, let's kind of talk about uh, some of this album. Yeah, Crying on Holidays. This was yeah. such a dream come true. Um, and it, it's such a near and dear project, so close to my heart. It literally walks you through my first heartbreak, so I never hey. oh. <laughs> Storm, lay down. You're feeling my heartbreak, too. I get yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never believed in love. I was kind of like the get a check before a man type of a girl, just always <laughs> in my bag. I don't care about anyone. And I finally fell in love and it was amazing and it was crazy and awesome. And I decided to write like this album start to finish like the heartbreak. And what is really cool is it is meant to be listened to from top to bottom. It's not meant to be on shuffle. You can like individual songs, but like to really understand the project through and through. 
start at the beginning mm-hmm. end at the end and it, it it's such a joy to get to share it in in a different way and process my heart in in such an open and honest way so yeah yeah it'll cry on holidays yeah I know everybody cries on a holiday or two so for sure yeah i uh yeah it's uh, i feel like that's like uh you know especially even just that title like it resonates because like uh you know it's just something about the holidays i guess you reflect a lot and uh you know and being around family or family that's not there or somebody that's not there whatever it is and it's like those memories always come back like and and uh so yeah i think uh i think we've all been there for sure so the description for it is the good the bad the ugly crier right (laughs) but uh yeah definitely i gave this a, a listen and i felt a lot of that i felt a lot of the you know these these this comes through big time that you're going as you're going through this uh, heartache. And uh, so all that pain, it comes through in the lyrics and and uh, these stories that uh, throughout the uh, record. And um, but uh, let's talk about a track called Therapy. You said uh, this is one you wanted to, to highlight. And um, my favorite one. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I mean, the opening line is, damn, I need some fucking therapy. Yeah, like, right. Some fucking therapy to get through you. What the fuck do you do to me? Do to me, I loved you. Now my mom always hit me. How could you? I let my heart waste away, waste away, all for you. You're like shit, deep like magic, and really it's tragic. I put myself in. See you burned all these bridges, bridges. Like in my shoes. 
I obviously wrote this while I was in therapy and I originally went to therapy because I wanted to fix this relationship. And I thought like me going and getting like insight on how to be a better partner. Cause I'd never been a partner before would do this, um, would, would, would make it happen. And what I learned from therapy, um, which you can see in the music video, the music video literally is like this princess and this prince, like ch he's chasing after her. And at the end you find out that the princess is the prince. Like I was my biggest contributor to my happiness and the biggest contributor to my unhappiness. And it had nothing to do with my partner. And I loved naming it therapy uh, just because it's such a, a big topic in the black community. Like you don't go to therapy. You're not depressed. You know, what could you be depressed about? So it, it's really important and near and dear to my heart to like continue to advocate for people to go and talk to someone, literally someone mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and get some better insights on yourself to be a better person, to be a better uh, partner. Um, and you might find out that that partner ain't shit. Like I found out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, I learned like, oh wait, uh, you're not you're not that great, and that's okay. <laughs> so, yeah, you yeah. should therapy, bro. You should do it. Go ahead. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I um, I've never been myself, but it's something I do think about a lot. And uh, I've actually been listening to a lot of podcasting, uh, like uh, listen to the show The Honeydew. Uh, yeah. It's uh, Ryan Sickler, and uh, he has a lot of great comedians on, and they talk about some of their hardest stuff and like their most, uh, difficult moments. And, and, uh, and a lot of them, you know, swear by therapy that helped them through a lot of this stuff. And like they, uh, um, and I don't know. So it's like listening to their stories and, um, you know, just makes me like, think it's probably something I should probably consider. Uh, I'm not going to persuade you either way, yeah, <laughs> but right. I can say, what I've learned, especially from someone who thought therapy meant something was wrong with you, right? right. That's how I grew up. Um, going um, because of one reason and coming out with it with just like a, I'm so much more honest with how I feel because of therapy. Like, I'm okay with how I feel. I'm okay that I feel it. That doesn't mean my feelings are necessarily mean action, but you can still feel your feelings. Right. Um, and I really did learn that through therapy. And it now that I'm outside of this relationship, even the way I write music is different because I used to hold all my feelings for my songs, like hold them for my songs. I would let them fester for my songs. What a terrible life to live that I'm like holding in all this anger so all I right. can write this song. Um, and so I really like learned to sit through things quicker. And and I wrote a song this morning because I I did the closure talk with my ex and I wrote about it today. And I was like, wow, it's so crazy that I wasn't like, <laughs> you know, trying to get the song out, that the feelings just came really easy to me and, and were beautiful and I could sit with them. So, yeah. 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 That's, uh, that's wild that you just also like to just write a song this morning, you know, just like. And it was in a dream. I woke up from a dream and was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> what were the words? <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, um, yeah, maybe, maybe we'll hear that on the, uh, next record. So. <laughs> no, absolutely not. No, more <laughs> no more songs about that was Michael. Yeah. We won't do it. <laughs> right. get another song. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, cool. Uh, so you can find, uh, the therapy video, uh, I guess I'm assuming YouTube, right. Uh, and not to check that out myself. I didn't, uh, I missed uh, missed that one, but yeah, oh, that's a good one. Yeah. My the three music videos I did from the album are were all 
directed and shot by um, an amazing black woman here in town with an all woman cast. First off, a, a black editor, black director, black camera woman, uh, black PA, like insane. Um, and they are pretty crazy, especially for the budget that we have. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, how did we make this happen? Um, and therapy was so artsy and so weird. And so you got to think about it. You know, you got to think. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. I, uh, well, you were telling me also, uh, along with the record, uh, and, uh, you, you have a, uh, line of lipstick that goes along with in correlation with the songs and stuff. Yeah. Right? Uh, man, 2020 was such a crazy year and, and such a great year in, in a sense of allowing myself to redefine what my career meant to me. And so when I finished this project, I was complaining um, that like, it's September, when are we going to have shows again? Like, I'm not about to put this project out. This project right. costs me $10,000. I don't want to put this out unless I can have tours. And so I complained to the right person. And I, this amazing um, event cosmetics shop owner, Kathy, um, who's been in downtown Portland for the last decade, um, I was talking to her about it and she was like, well, why don't you put out your album with one of my lipsticks so that you can help promote my shop because it, we're struggling. Um, and then you have something intangible. And that just, I mean, sparked an entire project. So for my first three singles, we made three lipsticks and each lipstick embodies the song to the point where in my therapy music video, you'll see a cameo of the dark black therapy lipstick. Um, and each color represents what I think the song should feel like if it was a lipstick and what you should feel like when you're wearing the lipstick is the song. And it's been incredible. And since my album came out, we put out three more products where one of them is named after a new song for my next record. Um, and it's been really great just getting to talk about my music when I'm not on stage because I have these lipsticks um, and connecting with people I would have never gotten to connect with because I have this, these products and also promoting a local amazing black makeup company um, that it has taught me so much about skincare and loving your body. And I hated my lips in high school. They were too big. Now big is in. Um, so it, it just has, has really taught me confidence and helped me give other people confidence and through, through my music, which is crazy. I would have yeah. never thought that. And it's a little different than <clears throat> Selena or Rihanna's products because they have makeup lines. This line is a hundred percent a part of my music. Like they go hand in hand, which is really awesome. Yeah. That's I uh that's very cool. I mean, like I that's fun to I think it's very neat to also collaborate, like you said, with local business, uh, you know, and supporting like that. And um I'm all about it. That sounds awesome. Yeah, yeah. Really. Was was uh so even as a young girl, I was was makeup a passion. Like, I mean, has this always been uh uh, no, I can't even scrub Facebook from photos of me with terrible blue eyeshadow. Right. <laughs> when I can get those off of my friends, pages, <laughs> I will get it off. So yeah. no, I, I'm not, a, I'm a makeup person now. Right. No, if I had to pick between food and buying makeup, it's always going to be food. Yeah. Right. <laughs> of the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just, uh, I just think that's, uh, it's cool. Especially like, you know, finding something, uh, even as an adult that you, you can find a new passion and stuff. And like, uh, so, but, uh, I'm with you on food though. That's, uh, that's, that's <laughs> my number one. <laughs> yeah. All right. 
what's uh what's your what's your like uh what's your go-to do you you uh pizza or what's uh what's your uh, so i'm my body i'm I have to change my diet. I'm gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free. Oh, but when okay. I live in Chicago with my parents, it's Giordano's Pizza. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Which my body does not like. I just texted my sister today, and I was like, bro, I have to slow down with the cheese. I, I can't <laughs> be living like this. I love cheese. I think it's really important. I grew up in the Midwest. like Right. So, but now that I'm like, um, on this new track in life, I pretty much eat. I'm like a steak and potatoes girl. Like, yeah. I love a good steak. Oof. Outback. Yeah. <laughs> Yes. yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I've been trying to get right myself. I've been doing, um, a lot more of, uh, meal prepping and different stuff. Uh, you know, trying to, trying to, uh, be a little more aware of what's going on and, and, um, you know, just trying to lose a couple pounds, especially during pandemic and everything else. Like definitely well, I balled out in the pandemic. Yeah. <laughs> so just trying to, to correct some things. Yeah, I, I, and I've been allergic to, um, I've been lactose intolerant forever and I knew soy hurt my stomach, but I get fevers from gluten. Like I get mm. fevers and I finally went to my doctor and my doctor was like, bro, you got to chill. You just need to chill. It's tighten up and chill. <laughs> so yeah, there, I can't even take lactate pills anymore. Cause my body's like, really dude, really uh, you did this cheese stick. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's one of my these puffs so good. I'm like, yeah. what am I supposed to do? That's one of my favorite memes. I was like, uh, hey, do you want to eat six cheese sticks? And I'm like, nah, it's okay. And then like, what about if we deep, deep fry them and serve them with uh, you know, I was like, okay, yeah, I'll do that. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> Give me 12. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. I uh I need to go talk to your doctor. Like he sounds cool. Like uh <laughs> you need to chill. Straighten you up. <laughs> <laughs> uh well yeah so uh again uh all the uh kingsley tunes are out there is it where can we uh can we can we get them is there a link online to get the makeup uh to get the yeah stick? yeah so obviously on in- like instagram shops um but if you wanted to like read more about the backstories and learn more about the colors then you can get it on my website okay um, yeah. and shipping anywhere in the world yeah, yeah. i i am kingsley.com for everything so uh and hopefully we'll be uh putting some tour dates up there and stuff and get get you on the road and everything yes finally yeah finally. uh what up you you mentioned uh so you're you're heading out to uh london and uh like uh now now how do you like how do you think that's gonna go like do you have to like uh do you plan to like, uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any idea. Like we would start going open mics or something. How do you introduce yourself to, uh, to London? You know, it's like, yeah, I, so I have a couple connects and I'm putting these in light quotes. Um, but I, I know a few people and I'm going to do, I moved to Portland with no one and I ended up being voted best band 2022. <laughs> like I just, I love to talk. I yeah, love to sure. Talk. Right. um so yeah, I, don't, I don't think you have any problem uh, making new friends there <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some might say too many friends yeah. um, so i'm just gonna go and do what i do best which is just come and be my most authentic self and i have i have a demoed songs and i don't know who i want to produce with and i have these music video ideas and i want to do um something else with my album that ties with the product and i don't know what local company so i'm i'm really just excited to come to London with all of the knowledge that I learned from Portland and yeah. 
And even better because I actually like myself now. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a much better time when I don't have to do things for other people because I right. like myself. So <laughs> well, I do I do think it'll be interesting, you know, especially here in the kind of you know an evolution of an artist like as how the your surroundings are impacting uh lyrics and in uh you know just overall you know vibe of a song and stuff but uh you know so it will be fun to hear how london makes a difference on your music and come going forward and yeah i'm i'm very excited i i I keep telling people like my heart is open i wish i had like an exact plan but i just my heart is so open right And even in the few moments that i've shared with people i've gotten a connection and now i'm supposed to have a show the first week of november with this really amazing artist if if it falls together it's falling together not Mm -hmm. it when it falls together um so just like moments like that that i'm like i don't really know what's gonna happen but i'm gonna have a good time yeah (laughs) have a blast yeah absolutely um uh, well i wanted to uh, highlight a uh another song it's kind of an older uh one this is from uh 19 but I, you you released a collection of on uh online and i was like uh what really drew me in was uh this this most of this record is uh acoustic and a lot of uh string arrangements on these and like so uh i started with uh crying on holidays and like a lot of like you know produced pop and uh sounds and you know it's great but it was fun to hear a- another side of kingsley and hearing these like kind of stripped down a- acoustic arrangements on these songs and uh very uh pretty you know just i the violin was a nice touch and the acoustic guitars and just uh this is was really uh touched me and like it was just some of my favorite stuff because um you know before we clicked record i was telling you i, I produced a uh an acoustic songwriter showcase and like so this is all very uh near and dear to me like it's some of my favorite favorite stuff to listen to and um but uh so uh that what's that what was that collection that's uh uh sorry i lost the title of that collection of songs that's uh i am because i feel right yeah 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 so 2019 was such a great year um, when it came to music. Um, I had this project called 12 Months at Kingsley, where each month on the 23rd, I would release something. And um, it ended up being like a bunch of music videos, two EPs, um, this limited edition t-shirt. And of all of that, I got to do one EP where it was completely remixed, so upbeat, dancey. Um, by one DJ and then one EP that was completely stripped down. And they all came from the same project. I am because I am. So it was, I am because I am, I am because I dance and I am because I feel. And I don't know where I got the idea from, told you marketing person, but after I released my first album, I didn't want to put out any new music, but I wanted to keep making music, if that makes sense. And, um, with my crying on holidays project, I have a live acoustic version that's going to come out because I just like when you're so new pumping out these big projects for this much money and they want you to do single, 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 single. And I think I got this idea that I was like, I want to show people that like, you don't just need to do pop. You can do acoustic and you can do EDM. And if I want to make my next project uh, remix as a blues project, I don't give a fuck. I'm going to do that. <laughs> All right. And so I am because I feel really got back to basics and it really is how I feel. And um, I never smile uh, in photos. I'm always doing like model face. And for that cover, I specifically chose a smile one because I, 
I just, I'm a feel person. And just because you see one thing on the internet doesn't mean that's just how I am. Um, and my favorite song from that project is Angel, which is not on any other project <laughs> ever. I, and I don't really play it. Um, and I shot the music video for Angel, which was really fun. And I shot it the way that Kanye Rust uh, did All Falls Down when the camera is in his eyes and he's following the girl to the airport. So Angel was shot in um, my partner's eyes and we're, we're, we're beefing and whatevering. And um, it was just really fun. And it's I think people sometimes forget when it comes to this like DJ pop studio thing that like the words are the most important thing. Right. And right. you have the ability to hear it. <laughs> I'm yeah. going to do that. I'm going to do that. And the violin part, uh, shout out to my amazing bandmate and business partner, Amy Evans. She made that up in studio. <laughs> she was like, oh, we should pick here or something. Yeah. And I'm like, Whatever you want to yeah. do. Yeah. yeah, it sounded really great.
I'm with you though. Like I had some, like, that's what, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm all for a, a well-polished, uh, production and stuff, but it's something, you know, really you, you focus in on the lyrics and you, you, the emotion behind them and everything else. Sometimes it's one of my, uh, you know, kind of like favorite little tricks about pop music is, uh, sometimes there's like a lot of heart in those lyrics, but it gets masked by, uh, you know, a poppy, you know, dance beat to it. And, was, you know, it's like, <laughs> people, the dose yeah, hey, th- this is a fun song. It's like, re- did you listen to the lyrics? Though? Like what this is, there's a lot of pain in these lyrics, you know, it's like, uh, so it's just kind of funny that people can get mistaken, like to think this is a, a happy song because it's got a dance beat to it, but it's like, so, um, I don't know. It's like, uh, I think about a lot like that, um, uh, um, pumped up kicks song. Remember that one? Yes, when yeah. you actually listen to the lyrics. Yeah, yes. right. I mean, it's like, like yeah. I mean, but it's such a it's such a great oh, like this uh, is a school dance song. Right. Yeah. You guys are listening to it. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. So, uh, but you know, it, it is. I mean, it's a great song all around. But it's like it gets lost. The lyrics get lost in the fact that it's just like it also sounds like a fun song. So, um, but yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm, I'm I like the acoustic stuff a lot, and uh, this was. This was real nice. Like I said, it was a nice surprise to hear some uh, different different side of what you do. So yeah. that that was really the point of 2019 to gather fans that to just get a collection of people. Like if you like acoustic, there's something for you right. <laughs> in your discography. If you like EDM, there's something for you. If you like pop, there's something for you. And even mm-hmm. my project, I am because I am. There's so many different genres on there. Like w- within that. And I did that because this guy told me I need to stick with one genre when you're making yeah. your first album. Who the fuck cares? Like right. 300 people know me right now. Who cares? <laughs> right. What? Yeah. You know. And yeah. even with this last record, I had a a, a label listen an A and R person and telling me I need to make these changes. And I'm like, I don't remember you paying any money for this project. <laughs> I just don't really recall that. <laughs> did you hit my paypal i just didn't yeah, get it right. so yeah i'm a big stickler for like i actually don't give a fuck and i'm gonna do what i'm gonna do because right. one person could like it but i paid the money for it and that one person's gonna be me yeah. <laughs> so, so if i have to listen to it ten thousand times when we're mixing it i need to like it <laughs> so yeah but yeah i'm uh i i hate that about kind of like uh the, the modern approach to music like everybody feels like you need to fit in this box and you need to be, uh, you know, so we can, you know, market it a certain way or what, but it's like, you know, you look at, uh, you know, some of the greats, of course, is they dabbled in everything. It's like, so always breaking the genre. Right. Thinking the genre. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I spent my whole life trying to fit into boxes in high school and middle school. Like I'm not trying to do that. <laughs> There's no part of me. That's like, what would everybody else do? This is my story. First off, that's why yeah. I have the microphone. <laughs> like tell your own story. Yeah. <laughs> <Over> there. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I, I love it. I love that people are not afraid to, you know, take a chance. And, uh, and like you said, that's, that's what makes them great is because then you realize like, Oh, I, you know, we would never thought of that, you know, or something, but, it's like when you decide to take a chance on something, then it's like, 
a great idea and it works. And then, you know, of course, maybe not everyone's going to work, but the ones you got to take a chance, you got to try. <laughs> yep. So, yeah. but, uh, yeah, I'm, so I'm excited to, to hear what's next for Kingsley. And, uh, like I said, maybe, uh, is that, uh, uh, is that something maybe later this year or early next year? What do we, any idea? Yeah, on? so summer of next year. So I have the project title named. It's going to be called Come Find Me. I figured out what I want for artwork. I figured out what the singles will be. Everything's demoed out. I just need to figure out who I would like to produce with and where will I get this money from? <laughs> right. Who and where? Um, but definitely summertime. I want to do some more lipsticks with it. I want to, I, I already know I want to shoot one music video at a skating rink. I love music videos. It's like my favorite part yeah. of it. You know, so um i'm really excited and this is just it's so different and it's such a different chapter of me and it's i mean really art reflects who i am as a person there it's uh, it's, it's we're one in one and i'm on such a different track of like loving who i am loving life like loving love um i don't want to be in love but i like it it's cool um and just getting back to being flirtatious and stuff like i had crazy hoe years i actually like myself now the streets better be scared for me i'm coming back to the street um in london hide your kids hide your wife um such a great meme um yeah, oh yeah and it's it's gonna be just really fun and so different from crying on holidays just so different and even what i've i've performed a couple on stage just even just getting to perform them you know it's just so fun and right. i, I want to shake my ass on stage it's like, uh, it's a good time um so yeah i'm really excited to not sing about my heart hurting because it doesn't hurt anymore so it doesn't really make sense to sing right. about it so yeah well very cool well, you can uh, again get plugged in with kingsley on your uh instagram and uh you said uh tiktok if you want uh, some weird stuff on there right <laughs> <laughs> and uh you can uh, talk a lot of trash. Yeah. A lot of trash. <laughs> if you're sitting next to me on Twitter, be prepared. <laughs> All right. And of course, the uh, I am Kingsley.com for, uh, for everything else. Uh, well, let's, uh, I want to ask you a couple of questions. I've been having fun with these and, uh, just, uh, a lot of them are ridiculous and, uh, Boy. <laughs> but, uh, uh, one I've been thinking about a lot, like, uh, is there, is there a, uh, like a fictional band you would love to see live sometime if it was possible, uh, like, uh, movies or TV or anything. I'm like in that. the holographs. Yeah, absolutely. I got to be them in a music video. I was gem. Absolutely. If they were IRL and not the one that they just, not the movie. I mean like the, the eighties girls. Yeah. Like, I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure if I know that one. Was... I'm in the holographs. Yeah. Silent pause. Yeah. Um, okay. There I'm sure it's on streaming. I think it's on Netflix. Um, they've got it's a TV show, then they had a couple of movie spin-offs and <sighs> just good. Good old yeah. at the end of a sitcom, they summarize everything into a song, and it's like the most cheesiest yeah. written song, and it fuels my like I don't need coffee when it comes to Gem in the Holographs. It's so good. Yeah. So, so. All right. Well, I'm gonna I'll check it out. I'm going to give it up. If you need it, don't tell me. Okay. Yeah. Don't break my heart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's, uh, I don't know. It's just something. Uh, these are some silly, silly things I think about. So um, I know uh, we, yeah, a lot of uh, different answers come up, but uh, 
I've been uh, I've been thinking about it. Also, I think it's even cool because it's almost like uh, becoming a reality. But uh, uh, one of them I like to throw out there is Powerline from mm. uh, from a Goofy movie. Oh, from Goofy movie. Oh, yeah. oh my god, I haven't thought about that movie and who just <laughs> memory unlocked. Yeah. Oh my god, I have not thought about that movie in ages. <laughs> but uh, the guy. Uh, uh, I forget. I'm blinking on his name now. He, but the the actual guy that sang for Powerline is uh he's there was video from on Usher's page. He's like set in on uh, Usher's residency in Vegas and and sang uh, with with Usher. So I was like, how cool is that? That would you know that would have been a great night to hanging out there. And side note, I keep hearing so much about Usher's residency in Vegas. Like I've seen roller skate. Like he is killing it. Yeah, I have friends that are going uh, next weekend, and I am fueled with jealousy. <laughs> Hey, quiet. Loves Usher too. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, there's a neighbor dog she likes talking to. Apparently. She, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I know I would. I would absolutely love that. He's. I mean, obviously, like grew up with Usher. Like, uh, you know, I remember uh, <laughs> listening to My Way album. Uh, and uh you know like singing along every word like those are you know a lot of uh early memories of you know whatever maybe middle school or something like that i guess at that time and for me and um but i mean that record was huge and and uh you know it's just been a while to watch his career continue yeah. continue to uh, you know evolve yeah uh but one of the one of the greats for sure for sure time out of time yeah, yeah. Uh, I laughed about him the other day cause I was, uh, I went on a big, uh, weird owl kick. I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if you ever, uh, if you ever, if you ever listen to much weird owl at all, but there's, uh, one of, uh, cool. So there's a new movie coming out new, uh, yeah, weird... with Daniel Radcliffe. Yeah. So that's kind of <laughs> what, what triggered. I went like, so I went deep diving on a bunch of old weird owl stuff and there's a, uh, he does a parody of confessions on there. And it's uh confessions part three. And he's like, and it's just made me laugh. I like, yeah, that, that usher, basically the joke was that he, are, he had to do three songs with all of his confessions, you know? And it was like the confessions just get crazier and crazier and stuff. And, uh, so, uh, just made me laugh that, uh, that usher did do have to do three songs for his confessions and stuff. So <laughs> that's great. Yeah. But I'm, I'm excited about a new weird Al movie. This should be a lot of fun. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love oh my gosh. The <laughs> fact that Daniel Radcliffe can do whatever he wants because of Harry Potter. I'm like, yeah. that's it. You could do a weird indie and it's like a uh what Reddit Roku? Yeah, Roku, yeah. <laughs> ten out of ten. All right. Yeah, it's gonna be fun. Uh all right. Um so what about a uh dream duet or a collaboration for you? And you know, you said you wanted a uh evolve and uh for this next yeah. stuff and oh shake God. your ass and everything else like, like, the Italian, 10 out of 10 if i yeah. get i don't even need to clap if i get a just to breathe her air in this in this she didn't even have to be in the room she could have been in it and left probably <laughs> and i'd be okay with that <laughs> yeah. yeah if i got to work with mike the stallion um a lot of like the confidence that i exude truly came from um her tina snow album um this is right before she blew up um yeah, ten out of ten. She's just incredible, and she's young, she's twenty six with a law degree. Like she's just incredible, and 
just to be around her. And she openly talks about just like struggling with anxiety. And I think that, yeah, I just want to be a part of the hotties with her. Yeah. Yeah. I'd be disappointed because I'm going to do the robot on stage, but I still want to dance with her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She, uh, I saw her on Fallon the other night with her, with her dog. And, uh, that was, uh, it was fun. Yeah. She's so cute. Yeah. I saw her bring Erica Badu on stage and have Erica Badu twerk. And I was like, what? Oh. How do you make this happen? How do you, hey, Badu, come on, come on onto my stage? Like, right. What? Just, it's incredible. Yeah. Just a light. Oh, oh butterfly. <laughs> I think uh, Eric's at, Erica's in uh, in St. Louis this weekend. We got a big, uh, big old festival going on and uh, called Music at the Intersection this weekend in St. Louis. So it was like uh, Gary Clark Jr. and uh, JJ Gray and uh, I don't know, just uh, is a stack stack lineup from top to bottom. It's yeah. like all kinds of great. So be a pretty uh, wild weekend in St. Louis for sure. <laughs> yeah, I can believe it. Yeah. <laughs> You ever, uh, you ever get this way? You ever come, come to St. Louis? Um, no, I think I was there once I did track and field, um, like summer, like club track and field, like my mom owns a track team. Um, and I think one of the like junior Olympics was in St. Louis one of the years and I was there. All right. Yeah. Well, we'll have to fix that. We'll do, (laughs) we'll to book a show here in town. I'm down. Yes. I plan on coming back to the States in like March next year. So. All right. Well, yeah, I'll, uh, We'll see if we can't put get something on the calendar. That'd be cool. Yeah. Uh all right. Uh let's see. What uh what is there anything you think you could get into the Guinness Book of World Records for? Longest grudge held, no, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um what would I get into the Guinness World Records um? I can't think of anything except for something I would be so shamed to tell my mother. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know. I guess most people don't. Uh, my Kingsley hair. People don't know that's a wig. So realist looking wig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I tell people they're like, yes. King- right. that, that's straight press, baby. That is not me. <laughs> that is Amazon. All right. You can have it too. <laughs> Uh, well, I noticed, uh, listening to, uh, the music, uh, there's, uh, you, you enjoy uh, a few different, uh, curse words throughout your, uh, throughout your music, uh, which, uh, is there, uh, if you could, uh, create a new curse word, what do you think it might be? Oh my goodness. <laughs> I-, I like to say bitch a lot. So if I could just be like, eh. And that would be the word for bitch. Right. Yeah. 10 out of 10. <laughs> yeah. I like sometimes forget because I'll be like, bitch, what? And I'm like talking to my like my boss of my company. And she, I'm like, I'm, I'm sorry, what did, what did you say? <laughs> what are we, what are we, what were we saying? Um, yeah. yeah, I, I eh. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yep. That, uh, I don't know. It's just, uh, it's funny though. Like words are just, I don't know. They they make me laugh sometimes. Like just how they're all, they, I don't know. Especially the fact that they some mean the same thing, uh, some are spelled differently. Work and the fact that people get upset by certain words or is uh, you know, it's just 
Language. Yeah, right. Language. My favorite TikTok trend is they put like the regular way you say it and then they say how you say it in A-A-V-E and it's really hilarious. Like, yeah. best TikTok trend ever. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't, I'm still, I'm, I'm still new to the TikTok. I'm still learning. I've uh, not, uh, I, I like watching. I haven't been able to like, there's been some funny ones. I uh, Some certain uh, people that I like following on there. And, uh, but as far as like, be able to be a creator on there i haven't uh figured all that out yet it's time yeah. i think i got to the point where like i only talk in tiktoks to my friends now which was hilarious because my 13 year old sister she did that to me like prior to COVID, and i thought that was really weird and then COVID happened and then i got on tiktok and now i only talk in tiktoks to my friends yeah. like that's it and i'm like embarrassing <laughs> or i would be like i saw something and I can't be like, I saw it on TikTok because then people discredit it. But it was a doctor's TikTok account. <laughs> She's like a licensed doctor. This is good information. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'll, uh, there's, I don't know. Some people are like a super creative on there, though. And it's like, it blows my mind. To, like, well, how do you even come up with this idea? You know, it's like it's and and to put it all in a, you know, minute <laughs> long video. Yeah. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, all right uh let's see one uh all right day comes along we have a kingsley um action figure what would you like to see as your like three accessories with your to go with your action figure big ass booty i want it to be fabricated <laughs> absolutely i want to sit down and rise up at the same time first and foremost um yeah what was the other question <laughs> <laughs> um yeah i guess it would have to be black lipstick i'm always wearing black lipstick that's the truth teller lipstick no <laughs> one can lie when i'm wearing that lipstick um can we make big ass booty your next album title like this literally <laughs> i want to sit down and rise up at the same time um i want to be taller than my license with my ass <laughs> um <laughs> what was your question sorry <laughs> I don't have a third uh, one. Probably yeah. the other ass cheek would be my third. Right. One. <laughs> uh, uh, it would be funny, uh, like uh, just a couple different, you know, wigs too. Like uh, having uh, yeah. putting those accessories there, the Kingsley wig. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, if I had to pick accessories, yeah. it wouldn't really be accessory. It would be personality. Like, how do you All make right. her really funny? I want her catchphrase to like change to funny things when you squeeze it. Yeah, get a, like, get a, <laughs> yeah, you could have the uh, out of my ass. Like <laughs> uh, all right, uh, where's pre order starting? Yeah, <laughs> I'm in. Uh, <laughs> well, very cool, Kingsley. This has been a, a, an incredible time. Uh, I'm so glad we did this and uh, got to meet and um. Again, uh, so hopefully, uh, hopefully we'll be hanging out sometime in St. Louis here soon. That'd be, uh, that'd be a whole lot of fun. And, but I wish you, uh, all the best of luck on your new, uh, adventure into London. It's very exciting. Thank you. This was such a great talk. Great questions. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Appreciate it. And, uh, again, hit up, uh, I am Kingsley.com and, uh, Stream the music wherever you're getting it. Add it to your favorite playlist, and um, and uh, but yeah, this uh, I'm I'm very excited to see what's next and uh, what happens for you in the future. Uh, I'm, I'm all the 
all the greatest things. I'm sure. Um, I'm very excited to follow along on your journey now that we uh, are, are friends. Yeah, we're so. following each other now, so it's official. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, thank you so much for doing this, spending some time with me today, and and like I said, hopefully we can uh, hopefully I can show you around St. Louis sometime in uh, in next year. Yeah, I'll hit you up. All we'll right, do something together. Yeah, very cool. All right, thank you. Thank Bye, you everybody. <laughs> yeah.